所以你才会遇到这种事情。Hey everybody, welcome to Workforce Gaming. I'm Brad here with Doug. Hey, Doug recently played through.、Uh, I feel like a smaller indie game, but it got a whole lot of press for、yeah. a variety of reasons. <laughs> sure. Um, yep. That we can get into or not,、uh, but that's Devotion, which I just know it's some weird horror game that had some kind of controversial things around it, and that's really all I know about it. So I don't、yeah. know if there's like more of a reason that you dug into this, or if it was just something that you stumbled、uh, into. Yeah. So yeah.、Uh, well, I mean, I guess the first time I had heard about it was the controversy. So the controversy is pretty simple.、Uh, the game is a is a game by Taiwanese developers,、um, which is fun, and we'll talk a little bit why that's fun in、um, a little bit. Um, but they had a joke, a, and I even saw the thing. It's like it's a kind of sort of joke, it as like an Easter egg about the Chinese prime minister. So then this this game just got nuked from the internet. They were going to、yeah. release it on Good Old Games like recently, and then even Good Old Games said they weren't going to do it.、Um, so they ended up releasing it independently,、um, which is when I finally got to play it.、Um, so I'll admit, like that was also the first time I'd heard about it. But、um, as I was kind of digging into articles about it. A lot of people are saying it's like, oh, it's a damn shame because it's actually a very good game,、um, and it's really funny because Red Candle Games—they'd done another game before this, which I haven't played, called Detention,、um, which is also a horror game. And then this was going to be their big, like, not triple A is not the right word, but like this was going to be their big breakout game. So like the、mm-hmm. budget was like really big. It felt, it feels big. It's a small game, but it feels like they really nailed the tone and the graphics and all that stuff. It feels like a. It's a very good feeling. Feels like a high budget game with like really good graphics and that sort of thing. So this is going to be the game to like put them on the map, <laughs> and then <it> just got <laughs> nuked from orbit. <laughs>、um, but yeah, so I, I mean, it's it's really 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 good, and that's the thing I kept hearing. It's like Silent Hill and best horror games of all time, and that sort of thing. And that's kind of what got me interested in playing it. So you said Silent Hill. Is it more in that line of like slow moving, just kind of wandering type horror game, or? Yeah, so I mean, the, the really basic mechanics is I'd even I'd even have a hard time like pressing this as like a traditional video game、um, because there's not there's puzzles kind of, but it's really you're just kind of like hearing the story. I'd almost like, make it more akin to like a visual novel, I guess、okay. maybe.、Um, but the the gameplay is very similar to like I guess you'd say like a walking simulator. You walk around an environment, story is told at you, and like you find items in one room and then you put them in a place that's kind of obvious. It's like ah, I should put these shoes over. Here, where the other shoes are, and then something happens, kind of thing. So the gameplay is like is, really simple. It's, it's like a first-person view, picking up items, putting them in other、yeah. places, and then watching a story and all these really cool visuals unfold as you do that. Is it jump scare horror, or like just because you said like you put the shoes and then something happens, or is it like、yeah. horror in the sense of like this is just kind of eerie and freaky? It's um, it's definitely got a. It's got like definitely got like an eerie tone. There are jump scares, but I would say like the jump scares are kind of like the worst part about it because、yeah. their their setting is so 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 cool, and the the sort of just being in the place that they put you in is like really really just freaky. It's like it has a lot of really good atmosphere that it's in and of itself is scary. So when a jump scare comes, I kind of feel like、oh, come on guys, like you were good, just <laughs> not. You didn't have to scream with the camera. Like you already had like a very creepy thing happening. You didn't need to go boo. You're better、um, than this. You're better. It does. Yeah, it's funny. It feels like it almost like kind of cheapens the experience.、So、there are there are jump scares, but like that's obviously like not the part that's like super interesting. I guess we should talk a little bit about kind of the context of this game,、um, and one of the reasons why I said, oh, it's interesting. These are Taiwanese developers. So the game is set in the 1980s. You play the father of a family, and you basically see this family story through like、um, like three different time periods. 
there's the period before your daughter's born, uh, the period just as your daughter's born, and then the period just as your daughter's like maybe 10 years old or something like that. Okay. And um, you are a unsuccessful screenwriter and your wife is a, um, she was like an actress who's kind of like, because she got pregnant, she's like, okay, I'm going to stay home and stay with my kid. And mm-hmm. it's basically the tension of the father not living up the expectations because his screenplays aren't doing well. This mom who had like give up her career of being an actress. And then this daughter who's trying to live up to both their expectations. Um, and the thing that I really liked about it, I think more so than like pretty much any other horror game I've played is that while the visuals are trippy, there's some really, really, really awesome, awesome visuals, some really crazy, crazy scenes, especially near the end. The story it actually tells isn't supernatural. Um, so it's just like, it's you, the, the, the main story of them, of like their issues and that sort of thing, you're sort of like seeing a visualization of that. Mm-hmm. So for example, like if you're seeing, uh, there's a, there's a part kind of spoilers where you are hearing the parents fight and they kind of like, they do this kind of like weird visual thing where you see people like yelling on the screen and then like you have to kind of calm yourself down from that. So think of that sort of like that, that emotion of being in an argument, that emotion of not living up to these expectations, the emotion mm-hmm. of this, and then they visualize it. So, um, and like the whole, the whole game to actually takes place in one apartment. You're going into the apartment and leaving the apartment, but the apartment is in like three separate time periods. So like you'll see okay. the apartment is like 1980. You'll see the apartment is in 1984 and what it is in like 1986 or I, I got those dates completely wrong. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so where yeah. does the horror come in? Because this just sounds like like your normal like kind of not to generalize, but I feel like that's kind of your typical like indie type of story where you're kind of seeing mm-hmm. these different characters play out and play back and forth. So how does this horror element play into it then? So, the, so the horror element is like basically the apartment, you go, it's very PT ish. And I guess the best way to describe it. So okay. like when you're in the apartment, there's um, like one of the things they do the kind of cool things with like a doll, like they have like these sort of doll figures, like the mother and father. And if you're like, so there's a scene where, you know, there's dolls, you kind of turn away and then you turn back and they've moved. They do a lot of cool stuff with it. Like when you're in the apartment, like as soon as you're like facing away from camera, you turn back, something's changed. So there's no load times. You don't really see a hitch in the load. Cause I always feel like sometimes these horror games, they're trying to do something like that. There's like a hitch in the load. It's like, I better not turn around. Something's going to be there, (laughs) (laughs) but it's just like casually going through this very small apartment. And as you're turning and like picking up items, um, as you're, as you're turning and picking up items, um, it's changing uh, behind you. <laughs> the th- the thing that I think some of the cool horror elements that I think is like kind of makes this game a little bit more unique than other ones is I think we're so steeped in horror games from American and Japanese developers that mm-hmm. some of the I think it's, especially with some of the Japanese stuff I think I've played like recently that you don't realize like how um, specifically Japanese it is. You just see it a lot. Like after playing a lot of games, like think about like Okami and stuff. There's a lot of like Japanese mythology stuff, but yeah. that Japanese mythology kind of runs through a lot of Japanese games. So you're used to seeing sort of like shinto related creatures and and that sort of mm-hmm. imagery and maybe like a rabbit in the moon and that kind of thing at least that basic stuff the thing that was cool is playing this from a taiwanese developer is they use that sort of imagery but it's taiwanese so i, like, I had no context for it um and one of the big things that they kind of touch on a little bit that i, like, I don't want to get too spoiler with the stuff is um some uh this <laughs> this aspect of that they had just actually read an interview from the developer because after i finished this game i was like i need to read up on some of this imagery yeah. stuff like why they're going in certain ways is um, one of the things that they had mentioned that they were trying to push on the game is that there's a certain period in Taiwanese culture when there was a lot of people who were um, 
basically it was like in the height of the 1980s, the reason they said there is because there's, there's this boon in jobs where basically like everybody needs to start work, 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 work. And if like, there's this idea that if you are, as long as you're working hard, then you're doing what, then you're doing well. If, and the only reason you're not doing well is you're not working hard. Mm-hmm. So people who were working hard and not doing well would go to um, fortune tellers and they would go to, um, um, I guess, sort of like mystics and that sort of thing. And the game ties in specifically to that sort of that culture of like ripping people off who go to those sort of people. Uh-huh. And, and it's really interesting. And they, and they do in the, and like, so they kind of mix in some of that, um, some of that, um, that sort of occult aspect and the gods that those sort of people were trying to get people to like worship when you're like, Oh, you're not doing so bad. Just worship this God kind of thing. Um, and it ties in later and stuff into the story. Uh, but it was really cool kind of seeing this, this sort of imagery where I wasn't, I was like, it, it, I had no context for it. So it felt um, much, much different than I guess like other horror games. Like if yeah. I played a hundred, if I played a hundred Chinese games, like, oh, okay, yeah, that's very clearly that snake obviously is, you know, in a lot of Chinese mythology. Um, but this one just, I just didn't have that context for it. So it was had this, it was just a really unique experience in that aspect as well. Um, that it was weird playing a triple A game from a Chinese developer and seeing this sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's one of those things that slowly as game development kind of spreads worldwide that you're seeing more yeah. of where it's like you see like stories around this culture but not from that culture. And it's a completely different yes. point of view yes. of like, okay, this is an American developer, a Japanese developer in, in telling a story from this area. But yeah. then you cuz you still you always have that background that background of my background is in American horror and American mythology and American folklore. Yeah. I'm just kind of interpreting this story I heard. Exactly. Once. Exactly. So it's, I think that's an interesting idea to be able to kind of actually see somebody from that area go, okay, without all that baggage of American Japanese being obviously the two big ones, game development, and kind of put that in there is kind of an interesting thing to even think about that I feel like would kind of go missed in a lot of things. Yeah. And it's interesting. Like, one of the things that they really want to push, um, like, when the Taiwanese players were playing it, is that the apartment they want to do is have a very typical 1980s apartment. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's TV shows and stuff and stuff that's, like, very typically oh, cool. 1980s. But they, like, they wanted people who were playing it who were Taiwanese to get a sense of nostalgia for it, which is similar to, like, other horror games. When you think of, like, like American horror games or even Japanese ones who were doing American stuff, they want to try to get, like, that Americana stuff. Yeah. So there's, like, there's always this nostalgia aspect of horror games. And instead, this was, like, Taiwanese nostalgia built into this horror game. Um, and the thing I really—and and it's just it was just really, really neat playing it. I will say the one thing that the, the game really hinges on its story because the gameplay is, like, pretty light as far as puzzle yeah. solving and stuff. The puzzle, the the story and where it goes is so interesting because it's it's told. There's a point in the game where um, you can actually go to the three to the department in the three separate. You're you are given the ability to go between the three different time periods mm-hmm. when you want, and you're kind of trading items between them to kind of solve the puzzles and that sort of thing. So what you're seeing is you're seeing the story play out through three different eras, and you're trying to like put the pieces together. And I do feel like sometimes with stories like that. Where they're like, oh, we'll have like a trail of breadcrumbs and then it'll all come together at the end. Or we're like, we'll just leave it mysterious and up to the player to figure out what actually happened. Um, this one, I think, is like pretty clear about what's happening. Like you can figure out what happened. It's not like so mysterious. I like, OK, what happened in this game? <laughs> because <laughs> with a game that has like it's, it's story told through three different time periods yeah. and like bits and pieces that you're picking up and like reading things and that kind of thing. It's like it could just be a total mess. But it was like very clear what happens um, in the story, and it's a very tragic story. It's not a, um, it's 
it's the emotions that are the horror aspect of it. It's not the story itself that's horrifying, mm-hmm. which is like which is really really neat. Um, and I just I just loved it. I thought I thought it was like it was it was like when people say it's like oh this is probably one of the best horror games ever. It's probably one of the best horror games ever. Um, yeah, it's it's super cool. And it's a and like I hope it comes to PS4 and stuff. Like I don't I don't know. <laughs> I mean, um, if you can if you have to go through all like the little hoops and it's not on like any yeah. of those pc platforms that i feel like are way more open than psn or yeah. xbox live like <laughs> i feel like you're gonna struggle getting there yeah so it sucks that it was this game that got banned yeah of i all mean the ones. it's yeah it, it definitely rises above the story of oh it's just that one game that got banned and that's why it got popular it's like yeah that's true but, but it was a super awesome game with amazing visuals, a really, really cool story and probably some stuff you've never seen. So like, if you're willing to take the die, like for other folks, like I would definitely recommend picking it up. Um, you have to buy it directly from the site though. <laughs> no other place has it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we are workforce gaming. You can follow us on Twitter at workforce gaming, subscribe to us wherever you're listening and we will see you later. Bye.